Live from Los Angeles, California, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the April 24th edition. We are, as usual, somewhere hidden in the Los Angeles area. I'm here with uh, with my guests. Oh, what? My guests. Uh, I, I am off today. I, we're going to lead off with that. I'm off. I am, not, I am not completely here today. We have Judgmental Nerd, Pete Molini. Over here yeah. to my right, uh, to my up. left, we have executive producer, excessively long executive producer, Sam Zia. Unnecessarily long this time. Un- unnecessarily oh, oh. long producer, Sam Zia. We are live on the air. For, for those of you who are watching us live on Facebook, those of us, any, uh, we already have a viewer on Twitch. All right, we got one viewer. Huzzah. You shoot a robot. Oh, we got, we got to shoot a robot. <laughs> Let's shoot out a robot. On. Wait no, we already got the robot. We got the one oh, robot. Yeah. See that, that that's distracting. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Well, shooting out a robot, I, I, that's, I feel like that stops everything that's happening. <laughs> All right. And that drink. <laughs> and that drink. Uh, yeah, today yeah, it's not going to be a great show tonight. <laughs> I can already tell right off the bat. Or it could be our best show. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, I we really struggle to find a topic this week. That, that, yeah. I feel like that that's be the big struggle with this show. The, the the problem I have with the show is trying to come up with stuff because I, I I try to let you know whatever happens in the nerd world kind of dictate it. Dictate it. Yeah. <laughs> damn it! I want to make a bad joke. Yeah, there. I know. How am I dictate? <laughs> but nothing really major happened this past week in the no. world of nerds. Was... I mean, you 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 have big things going on with your East LA. Comic Con, yeah, there's big stuff to Let's today. Talk about that because there's some significance happening there. Yeah, yeah, because uh, today, yeah, we got the we finally got the the okay to announce that uh, Lucha Underground is going to be there. We we have confirmation that Lucha Underground. The, that's all we know. Though. We we don't know anything else. That's like we don't know what 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 talent from Lucha Underground is no, coming to the to the show. We don't know what exactly what's happening. No, but we, we just know that they're coming in some way, shape, or form on what May twentieth, May twentieth, Saturday, May twentieth, twenty seventeen. East LA Comic Con, mm-hmm. which we we uh, our show will be emanating live from there, disseminating at, live, disseminating. Ew, ew. <laughs> we'll be we'll be live from it's that show as well. Inseminating live, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> now you know uh, my, my feelings about that. I like to leave maps of Hawaii everywhere. Okay, I I, I don't inseminate anywhere. The, the maps of Hawaii <laughs> are shot all over this wonderful world. <laughs> and if you don't get that joke, I'll explain to you later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they're, they're coming. They, 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 Lucha Underground's coming, and they, I see you're, you're making announcements every day for it, uh, all the guests that are going to be at the show. It's, yeah, it's we, exciting. It's, it's it's like a professional Comic Con. I know, running. right? <laughs> we need That's, a rundown on the guests. I, next next week. <laughs> well, well, as we get closer to the show, like I, yeah. I feel like I, you know, like the, the week before the show, we'll, we'll yeah, probably we'll, do like we'll we'll dedicate a good big chunk to the show yeah. of you, like just pimping out like what's pimping happening, gotta who's going right? to be there. Because I'm sure you still have more guests to confirm. Yeah, because you barely got the Lucha Underground conf- under, 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 Lucha Underground confirmation today. So yeah, we, I've been working on that for a while. Like yeah. that's been that's been in, I, that's it's been, been the back burner for a while. There, yeah, like, it's been it's been it's been cooking for a little yeah. while. You put it in the crock pot, it's slow cooked, <laughs> slow cooked. <laughs> Until you finally got the confirmation from from the Lucha Underground people today that, yeah. that they, they are indeed coming your convention. Like I told you, man, this is this, this makes your your show legit. Man. It makes it legit, right? Because that's a that's a big get, right? That, that's a big get. Yeah, yeah. You, you, when you posted that photo on Facebook today on the East LA Comic East Los Angeles Comic Con page, you should follow if you're on Facebook. <laughs> like the reaction, yeah. Like, that, that, I, I dare was, say that's the biggest reaction you've gotten. Like all the comments and yeah. people sharing and people, people freaking out. People were freaking out over the fact that. Uh, 
this yeah. Know, and East LA product Lucha Underground that it is literally filmed in Boyle yeah. Heights, right, um, right, right there, mm-hmm. East LA. Oh yeah, we look. I think we looked it up. It's like three miles from where we're having the, 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 from the, the show. Bit. Yeah, so, so it's like it, it's a big deal, and it, it's crazy too because like um, I put the Vegas. It, it was just a, it was just a picture of the mask, mm-hmm. and it just said more info coming soon. And people went nuts. And and, <laughs> and, and, and and as I told you on the pre-show, I mean, like you you didn't know that's basically kind of how Lucha Underground does does their marketing. Yeah, they're, they're very minimalist. <laughs> like you did exactly what they like, like 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 I told you when when they announced season three, they literally just put the mask and like a three under it. Yeah, and that was for season three. <laughs> nice. So like you 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 had no idea you were, you were following their their format of what of how they would promote. So which I I tell you that's probably why everyone freaked the fuck yeah. out. When you posted that, they're like, "This is legit. Yeah. This is exactly what they would do." Because that was the whole thing. Like, I wanted to say something, but it's still like, you know, we no, don't know it, anything. We so. don't know anything. No, but no, but but for for what the what, for what the content is, Lucha Underground. That's perfect. Yeah, okay. you 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 didn't even know it, but that is perfect. That's exactly what their brand is. What their marketing, they just they're very subtle. Yeah, like like you'll find out when you like literally like when you see the commercials. Like it's like a bunch of action at the very end. Lucha Underground, <laughs> L Ray Network, <laughs> Wednesdays. By the way, thank God for the L Ray Network. L Ray Network is cool. Yeah. I like it. I, I'm a big fan of all of the old kung fu movies that they've been showing. Oh God, uh, it kills me every time I see any of the 36 Chamber movies. I'm I'm like, yeah. oh, about that. That's awesome. They all like all the just like all the all the promos because like, they have the the deep voice guy. Yeah, <laughs> Chainsaw Slasher Saturdays, yeah. L Ray Network. I was like. This is hilarious. Yeah, and then they do like the like kaiju uh, week. And, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Like, well, yeah, last year it was like fourth. Of, it was a uh, kaiju fourth of July. Yeah. Kaiju fourth of July. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, it's just a weird mixture of like you know like stuff. They like, show all the fun movies. Yeah, like, like, all, like all. I, I feel like that's all the stuff that like us being in our in our mid thirties. That's all the stuff that we grew up on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're Airwolf on in the movie. Yeah. They show Airwolf. They show Miami Vice. Yeah. They show what? Like, yeah. I did not know that. They don't show commercials for that. Dream, like because I, I I I am a fan of Lucha Underground, so like mm-hmm. obviously when 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 you confirmed that Lucha Underground was coming, I nerded the fuck out. Yeah. I told you if if a certain talent shows up, if if, if Pentagon Junior, aka Pentagon Dark, aka Pental Zero Miedo shows up, I will lose my shit. I will buy a mask. I will put it on. I will go take. I will pay him whatever it costs to take a photo with him, with my my boy Pentagon. He's a he's a crazy man. He breaks people's arms. He has he has no fear. Zero miedo. In yeah, there you go. There you go. That's my guy. <laughs> Pentagon. But yeah, I saw like, like you've been putting up the graphics every day. Like, the, like yeah. you know, you're announcing guests each yeah, day, and, and you're still confirming like, more stuff, right? Yeah, we're still confirming some more stuff. We have we've, we have maybe one or maybe two big announcements coming up. Hopefully this week. Yeah. So, big announcements, hey man. So you, it's, you put it's, you put Los Angeles in a Comic Con, and all yeah, of a sudden, the people come out of the woodwork. Because guys, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Lucha Underground came to you, right? Yeah, that was <laughs> the craziest. thing. That wasn't you getting the begging them. I'll please show it to my convention. Yeah. It was like, hey, can we get in on this action? Yeah, exactly. That was the funniest thing, man. Like, like you pointed that out that once you put that LA into a. a a title, mm-hmm. like it gets people's attention. It does. I mean, it got it. Like you have like a couple thousand Facebook likes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the cool thing is, you also throw in the East LA part. Yeah, LA is a lot of flash, and you know, yeah. You get a lot of but that. this is like East but LA. East LA, you all of a sudden tap into that underground. Yeah, you know, the people were like. Oh wow! These are the parts that white people are slowly to yeah. to move back into. This part, this part of the place is new and hip. Yep, it it, it, it it's it's kind of a weird reverse gentrification going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my head rubbed. 
like a genie. <laughs> this is the part of the fun of of watching the show live. <laughs> For any of you listening to this later on, be sure you can go to facebook.com forward slash DreGB podcast if you want to see the ridiculous that happens, ridiculousness that happens with our video. Yeah, it was funny because I remember, I remember the very first meeting we had about the show. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, you know, like, you're three, four, like, we'll get the Outray Network. It'll be cool. And then, like, a month <laughs> later. One. Yeah, a month later, they're like, hey, we want to be part of the show. And it's like, wait, what? They <laughs> reach out to you. Hey, are you running this thing? Yeah. Can we get in on this action? So that's the craziest thing because it's like they're they're uh, located in, like, Texas. Yeah. Well, it's just nuts that it kind of, like. Austin, they're, yeah. they're in Austin, right? Yeah. Every, every, everything cool in Texas is in Austin. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nuts that it reached all the way out there somehow. <laughs> hey, man, in this in this modern world of the internet, man, shit troubles fast. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, man. When you fuck up, that shit goes even quicker. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and you're absolutely tapping into their like into their demographic. Oh yeah, yeah, it's that, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Even yeah. though like all those wrestlers they say are from East LA are really not from East no, LA. They're not. But <laughs> I, I follow the show. It's it's pretty awesome. It's a lot of fun. We talked about it during the wrestling episode. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Lucha Underground during that the wrestling episode. So all right, we've hit the ten minute mark. I want to I want to hit one of our first subjects, uh, first topics, uh, something that uh, excessively long. Uh, executive producer Samzy has been wanting to talk about for the last two weeks, but we keep uh, uh, it keeps getting cut or <laughs> forgotten. It's uh, nerd. I know. It's as nerd as it gets. Uh, yeah, and, and and this is why I kind of want to talk about it. Uh, I kind uh, I, I kind of withheld some information from you, Mister Sam. <laughs> so, Mystery Science Theater three thousand mm-hmm. came back on Netflix like after the after the successful Kickstarter campaign. Was it last year? Like, it feels like yeah, it might have been even longer. Uh, it, it came back. Yep. We have a new cast. We have a, a Jonah Ray. We have uh, two new stand-up comics who are, are voicing a uh, Crow and Tom Servo. They tried to make themselves make themselves sound like Crow and Servo. <laughs> they, they tried to sound like the original. They're not quite. There. They're not. Uh, no, it's funny. Oh, actually, well, they, they fooled my roommate. My roommate thought it was the original uh, yeah. song, Crow, Crow and Servo. Former guest Trent Trail. Former guest Trent Trail, who was here for the for the room episode. Yeah. Uh, he he thought they were like they they are participating the the original Crow and Servo they are participating the, their names are in the credits mm, but yeah. they're they're not voicing Crow and Servo they're they're voicing other characters Bill or Corbett do, and I can't remember uh, I forget the other ones I, I just saw Rift Tracks the other week uh, mm. oh yeah right yeah. you saw Samurai Cop I saw yeah Samurai, Samurai Cop, Cop. And I'm telling you that was one of the funniest things I've seen in a the movie theater it was brilliant it was really well done. <laughs> Uh, it was as funny as the actual movie was pathetically funny, <laughs> oh. and and that's the thing. Yeah, so it, it's back. I mean, historically, me like I've I I dare say I'm not necessarily a fan of MST. I, I'm not against it, but I'm not like hardcore like super into it. I'm kind of like oh cool. Yeah. I acknowledge that it's there. I remember, I remember watching it on on Comedy Central way back in the day, catching it here and there. But I I, I, I don't have the enthusiasm that you have, Sam. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I I know you are just like you are hardcore into it. I I can I can be amused by like I'll watch it sometimes and like sometimes I I, I will laugh. Like I was watching one of the episodes uh, last week when my roommate was watching it, and there were some good laughs here and there. But it was just kind of like. Uh, we're we you're still watching a really bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's ultimately where I think your issue comes in. You don't like just sitting through bad movies like I can't. or whatever. I it's, can't. When it's not about the movie, it's about slamming it. I, about, I I get it. And then sometimes the jokes are just kind of like, oh, it's like watching if if they put a camera behind me and you watching a really shitty movie together. 
That's how they, uh, like their responses are exactly how you and I would be responding. <laughs> a little bit, like I, I, I would just be making fun of the stuff directly. Where they're like they're just, they're they're inserting what they think would be funnier lines. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's the same. It's in the same uh, vein. And I get it. No, I'm not against it. I. It's not. This isn't. This is not Dre hates M. No, that, that, this is not Dre hates MST3K. <laughs> that is the title of this episode. <laughs> this, this is not the title of the episode. Dre hates MST3K. <laughs> <laughs> I. I just like it's fine. I, I'm I can be amused by it, but I because I, I what was it I what what did I go see with our mutual friend because uh, you went to go see it with Laura Setzer our friend Laura Setzer right. I, I went to go see was it uh oh Ferris Bueller saves uh, New York okay. <laughs> Godzilla 2000 when that yeah. when that was in the theaters I'm, I went to go see it with her and I was like okay I'm I'm sitting through Godzilla 2000 again <laughs> and it was kind of funny you know but yeah. it was just kind of like all right that was the thing that happened like that's. <laughs> Yeah, it was all right. I, I, I'm not like I wasn't rolling. Like it's hit and miss. I, I, mean, I, if I could have, I would have joined you for Samurai Cop because that would have been more fuel for for this subject when we got here. And Samurai Cop is such an awesomely bad movie. Like Godzilla legitimately tried to be a good movie. Oh yeah. I, Whereas I mean, you can like, yeah. There's moments where the, it's like you put Samurai Cop on the same level as The Room. It's just poor filmmaking. <laughs> But it's really hilariously done. <laughs> yeah, it's something that if you watched it by yourself, you would be like screaming about how terrible it is. But you'd be laughing about how amazingly terrible it is. I don't know. I I, 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 I don't have that gear in my head. I guess I just uh, okay. Like last year when I was doing my, my when I was doing the movie challenge last year. There were several movies I just pushed myself through because they were they were objectively not good. But I think they they were not like. Excessively bad, like like a Samurai Cop or The Room, but it was like I was sat. I'm like I'm sitting through this terrible movie just because I needed to watch 366 movies in 366 days. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there were like actually there were two or three occasions where I stopped the movie. Yeah, well, if you look at stuff it, with MST3K and Rift Tracks, it's like it really depends on the movie. Uh, a movie like say Sharknado, <laughs> mm-hmm. they Rift Track, they did a riff on that, and it was entertaining because everybody knew Sharknado and not Rift good. Rift. Yeah, it, they knew it was a bad movie, but people loved it for being awesomely bad. Mm-hmm. So to hear them riff on it, it made it a little bit funnier. And then for people who didn't like it anyways, then they yeah. would have been like, okay, well, at least somebody else is making fun of it. Right, like, uh, I'm not alone. Yeah. I, I don't hate Sharknado by myself. <laughs> it's, uh, certain movies that they did, I wasn't very pleased with some of the stuff. that It just wasn't funny. It, 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 it was it, the same thing with the episodes. Certain mm-hmm. episodes, when they did the original TV show and even the new ones, some of them just aren't that funny. But some of them knock it out of the park. Yeah, the, I mean, they, they, they. I forgot. I was watching one. It was this weird one with a Bigfoot. And I think. I think that was like the second episode of the new series. There were some really good lines where I freaking snorted out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but then there are other ones where like there were the. But that, that, I think. I guess. I think that's that's my issue. Where there's some stuff times where they really hit it really hard. They're like, oh, this is awesome. And then there's others like they were just like they're just farting you their can, way you through can it. Just sleep through. Really yeah, sometimes. yeah. Honestly, just farting I, their way through it. I used to watch that at like two, three in the morning. I know, cause I don't out. you have that app on your PS4 where like, they have a channel of nothing but MST3K? Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, what is it? Uh, Orbit T, not Orbit TV, something. Uh, so uh, mm. it's uh, Pluto TV. Pluto TV, yeah. And I, that has an MST3K channel. It's a channel. Twenty four seven. Wow. If you, if you are that person who loves MST3K, yeah. that's the channel. Yeah. That's the channel. Wow. Now, certain ones are great. Some of them knock them out of the park. The really best thing about the new series. Patton Oswald. Oh God, no! He uh, he's been funny. Yeah, in the interstitials where they where they yeah. go to him, he's freaking great. He is lights out for me. That is the, that is the best part of all the new cast is the fact that you have Patton Oswald 
playing the son of TV's Frank. No, son of son of TV's Frank. The son of, the son of TV's Frank. That's right. The son of son of TV's Frank. And then uh, Felicia Day calling him uh, whatever his actual name was. Yeah. <laughs> TV's Frank is actually really a funny guy. He, hit him up on uh, Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, he's a funny one? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the fact that they brought it back. I'm a fan of the fact that they brought the 20 best episodes of the original series back a month before to promote it. Oh, because Netflix is not stupid. They yeah. know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, it also, it, it, shed, it made really bad movies wildly popular, like Mono's Hands, Hands of Fate. Yeah, that, that's an, that, like, I remember watching that one at your house uh, yeah. years ago. It was painfully bad, but it's now a legendarily bad movie. <laughs> it went from being unwatchable to a legend. Yeah, it's, it's legendarily bad. <laughs> but enough about bad movies. I want to talk about a good movie that's oh, coming yeah. out. Yes. Um, because uh, last week was the big, uh, big uh, premiere of Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Volume Two. Oh, wait, good segue. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting good at this. We've been at this for about four months now. And it's like I, 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 I'm getting the hang of this whole segue business instead of just like abruptly hitting the brakes. <laughs> yeah. And like, let's just change subjects now. Yeah. But, but I, obviously, I, I feel the whole staff here. I, I feel we're all pretty oh, excited man. about Guardians, and we were all big I, fans of the original Guardians of the Galaxy. It's still my favorite Marvel movie, man. Same it, here. It's yeah. the most. It's it's the it, most fun one. Yeah. My my last girlfriend that like uh I I she had never watched any of the Marvel movies. That's the first one I showed. I didn't go Iron Man first. I was like, okay, we're gonna watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you might dig this because this is totally like offbeat, quirky, oh, yeah. crazy. Or as uh, the statement I made when, when when we went to go see it, I'm like, this is the Star Wars of the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this is this is the movie where like you don't know anything about it going in. It creates this entire fantastical world that now everyone's totally invested in. Yeah, it's yeah. it's basically the Star Wars of the Marvel universe. I remember when, when the first one came out. That's what people were saying. They were saying that this is like this is these kids is Star Wars. Yeah, you know, like, like oh, the, the the children like, the children growing up right now. This is this is going to be Star their Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, which yeah. is now they confirmed there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three yeah. <laughs> directed and written by James Gunn because yeah. they, they Marvel is not dumb. Oh, they no. know <laughs> they have they got they have they have they have a gold mine right here. So they're just going to keep on but, farming this till we get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Six. <laughs> did, but did you see that thing? I, I thought it was trippy that they announced. Uh, if I could confirm that because uh, they're showing up in Infinity War. Yes. Infinity War takes place three years after Volume Two, so mm. there's going to be this huge gap. Time gap. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a huge time gap, and he said that they're going to look different. That it's going to. Huh. We're going to notice that three years. Groot have passed. will be full sized again. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> Groot. Afro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why do you make fun of my hair? This is merely my hair. I don't understand your jokes. What is this afro we speak of? Nothing goes over my afro. Right, look, he was the real MVP of the first movie. Oh, yeah. He, really yeah. he was the real MVP of that first movie. Uh, Chris yeah. Pratt, we knew he was going to be funny. Yeah. We knew Zoe Saldana was going to be awesome. You know, Columbiana and all the other stuff that she had already done. But, like, no one really expected. I mean, like, yeah. all right, he's going to look like Drax. But, oh, well, let's see. And then, like, turns out to be funniest guy. Yeah. The yeah. deadpan. Like, uh, that line, you know. <laughs> Nothing goes over my head. I would catch it. <laughs> but <laughs> metaphors go over his head. <laughs> but the thing is crazy. I I thought for sure that Rocket was gonna be the one that everyone's gonna love, and it ended up being Groot. Yeah. Oh. Like didn't. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Groot became the sentimental favorite just because of the act of sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, if Groot well, of course he's a giant dumbass too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Stop I, drinking the water. He's like. <laughs> he was like pet slash guardian. Yeah. For 
rock. Uh, yeah. A rocket. So that right there, he had pet-like aspects. Like gone for the action. Going and drinking from the fountain. Gone for the action. Here for the money. Yeah, he, he absolutely <laughs> was the person. The glue of the that held it all together. Yeah, he, yeah, the, the Groot, Groot was awesome. Just yeah. it, it, it was hilarious. And then now I, I feel like now that they've they kept a, they kept him tiny for this movie yeah. simply because oh he's adorable. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's adorable. It's BB Groot. And I am Groot. They could sell a lot more baby Groot items. Oh, they're gonna sell a shitload of yeah. This this is true. Baby Groot. Yeah. Remember like after the first movie, everyone wanted that potted baby Groot. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, there's gonna be. I'm sure there's gonna be baby Groot toys. Oh. Um, well, I haven't walked in. Oh, I'm sure they're already on shelves. I oh, mean, probably. I'm sure they, I already have three great ba- uh, baby Groot toys. <laughs> because I don't, I don't work as a retail representative. I'm not out there anymore. Looking, yeah. I'm not walking through Target, walking through the toy aisle every day. Uh, <laughs> like, like I used Target, to. Target, I think, has an exclusive uh, figure that dances, and uh. it's life size. Oh well, yeah. my god. Oh wait, no. I have the dancing group that's just You have the OG plant. one. Yeah. yeah. Just there no, but I I feel of course they got to capitalize. There's probably a new one. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, they're making them all over the place. Uh, I I want baby Groot with the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just press it wanting to press the button. Yeah. I am Groot. <laughs> Cuz that first teaser trailer where like yeah. he runs away with the bomb. Yeah. I'm like that's just Yeah. I lost. I am Groot. <laughs> just like that's so good. I love how like they recreated that shot too. It has like rocket with the guns, mm-hmm. and then baby Groot's like see on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, it's yeah, the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's screaming the same yeah. way. Rocket. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the movie of the year for me. That's the one I'm waiting for. That, yeah. that, that, I was very I've... underwhelmed by movies, with the exception, and I only saw it uh, on Blu-ray with Sing, and I think that might have come out last year. Yeah, but, they came out last Christmas. Yeah, last Christmas. Oh, so it was right on the cusp. That, for me, was an outstanding animated movie. This movie is the only movie I've been looking forward to all year. Well, you know, well being a big nerd, obviously there's this. There's the other. I, I was low-key on on, uh, on on freaking Thor Ragnarok until everyone else got to find out how awesome it was going to yeah. be. I, like, all, everything I'd heard, like, like the, the 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 rumors, everything I heard about Thor Ragnarok, I'm like, oh man, I think this is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. And the first trailer comes out, freaking immigrant song, boom, 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 yeah. and then up oh, blows everyone the fuck away. Yeah. Oh wait, now I I hope that well they're probably gonna show that same trailer. I'm like, I would hope they have yeah. a new trailer, but they're not. No, I mean, there's, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I'm sure the, the the second trailer will come out closer to Novemberish. Yeah, or or later in the summer, mm-hmm. maybe in front of uh, Spider Man Homecoming. That's true. I don't know because we got that coming out, and I'm, I'm see, I'm excited for that movie, Spider Man Homecoming. I, I'm underwhelmed because the hype around every single other Spider Man movie was so overwhelming that I just want to wait and see how they pull it off. No, you, you, uh, I know maybe it's a reboot. It's a no, you don't understand. <laughs> this is not Sony now. It's Marvel. It's a completely. It's Marvel, dude. Game. It's 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 the Spider Man from Civil War. I am approaching this the same way I approached the Rob- second Hulk. Robert Downey Jr. is in it. I know. I'm okay. <laughs> I am approaching this the exact same For the last eight years, all we know is Robert Downey Jr. is in it. He makes it better. He makes I, it better. I, that's true. I, I'm, I'm just approaching this the same way I approached Edward Norton as the Hulk. Yeah, I, see, and I me, was blown I, away by the Hulk because I had underwhelming expectations going in. See, see me, it's the opposite for me. Because of the way they handled Spider-Man in Civil in, in Captain America Civil War, Yeah, he, he was perfect. In, in my opinion, yeah. that was a perfect Spider-Man. I mean, yeah. The, Tobey Maguire was, eh. oh, oh. he was, eh, I, upon, if you go back, you go, I can't rewatch those movies. Really? I, not even the second one? I like the second one a lot. I, I know you do. <laughs> I mean, like, and, I, and it's, it's, I frequently quote the first one because I, I always yell out, Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> like when I'm, when I'm playing Destiny with my friends, like, hey, SoCal, are you ready? Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. I, I frequently quote that, yeah. but, uh. 
I was like, I, I went back and rewatched the the original one. And I was like, ugh. Yeah. I was like, we. I'm like, and I remember back when we watched it. Back was it? Because I was like, what? Two thousand? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. That was great. I'm yeah. like, oh wow. Although I feel like I liked it more because I'm like, oh look, he's swinging. Yeah. Look, we get to see his point of view of swinging. This is so amazing. <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted of a Spider-Man <laughs> I, movie. I remember uh, seeing the first one in the theater. Mm-hmm. And the scene when he's fighting the Green Goblin in that parade with the big mm-hmm. balloons or whatever, when uh, he breaks the glider and Goblin flies up and he's like, I'll get you next time, Spider-Man. I, I nerded out over that, dude. Like, <laughs> like that's such a cartoon thing to do. You it know, is. Like. <laughs> it is. So great. I had a similar nerd out with, with that second Hulk when they started playing the original Hulk music. Oh, oh he's walking down yeah. the street. That yeah, for me, I was like, oh, my God. I was, like, grabbing people. I was like, look, it's a song. <laughs> Like, and that's the thing. I would have, if it wasn't for the shittiness of the first one, I, I don't think I would have enjoyed the second one as much. See, that that is one of the three Marvel movies I refuse to watch. I have never watched Ang Lee's Hulk. I have never watched X Men Three or the Last, oh, the Last Stand. And I have never watched um, X Men Origins Wolverine. Ang Lee's Hulk was a bitter disappointment. I hear it's. I, it, that's yeah. all I heard because yeah. that, that that was the that was the summer I worked at Fry's, so I didn't really get to the, go to the movies at all because I worked all day at Fry's Electronics. And then, well, I worked during the day at Fry's Electronics. Went to school at Cal State at night, so I, I didn't see the yeah. sun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, that movie. Yeah. yeah, the Angley Hulk. Uh, you know, that's new, new. But, but yeah, Guardian. Like, but no, that's what I'm saying. This year is a great yeah. year for nerds. Like we had Lego Batman, which was fucking amazing. Yeah, that was. Now we had uh, Logan. We got freaking Guardians next week. We yeah. got Spider Man. We got Thor Ragnarok. We have another Star Wars movie. There's all kinds of stuff yeah, coming. We got Justice League. <laughs> yeah, there's there, there's a Justice League movie coming. I mean. We're gonna. We will pay five dollars to go see Justice to League. To go see Justice League. We're, we will pay our five dollars. <laughs> we will watch it. That way, we can come on the show. Yeah. and tell you how much we don't like it. <laughs> or, or if or a miracle su- happens, we'll be surprised. Or we can be surprised and then like it wasn't awful. Yeah. <laughs> It was not a shit sandwich. It was more like a. It was more like a like an expired chocolate. Yeah. It was like an expired Snickers. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was just okay. It's not good for you, but it's not know. good for you. But it was fine. It's fine. That, that's what I expect. Uh, that's I, I hope that's what we get out of them. Um, yeah. Out of that. So, <laughs> like I, 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 like movies. I don't know. Just yeah, and then I, I don't expect high art. I, I don't expect. I, I want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And uh, DC, mm, <laughs> not so much. Got to do better. Got to yeah. do better. But speaking of doing better, speaking of creating art, we're gonna talk. Get to our main subject here now. Oh, we're gonna talk about. Well, because uh, I, I, you know what, I'm gonna have excessively long executive producer Samzia take take the wheel here for a minute. I might take forever talking about it. I'm excessively no. long. You're excessively <laughs> long. No, but uh, we, we, we have this subject because of you this this week. I, I was struggling with trying to find a topic, and you, you stumbled upon this because you uh, you discovered a game. Because this is, I mean, talking uh, for the last 10 years, this has been a frequent subject in, in, in nerd forums where uh, games are by other by other mediums are not considered art. Like, you know, movies, art, television, you know, all kinds of other things can be are quote unquote considered art. Like, you know, I say Breaking Bad. That is a work of art. Mm-hmm. That is a that, that is the the metamorphosis of a chemistry teacher turning into a drug kingpin. That the 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 summation of that show to me is a work of art. That is just like yeah. n- like ninety nine percent of all your, your your threads that were created are all tied up. You you know everything <laughs> you need to know from beginning to end across five seasons. I feel a perfect five seasons constructed. That is a work of art. Yeah. But a lot of people don't consider video games to be art. 
Uh, I believe the one of the biggest ones is uh, what uh, when when, when uh, Roger Ebert was still with us. Yes, he was a big uh, proponent of saying that video games were not art, where many gamers would argue otherwise. Yeah, well, it's one thing if you ask gamers. Gamers are going to say absolutely. We are uh, we're absolutely bi- yeah, biased. Well, uh, there's no question, but it's a matter of swaying man- mainstream media in the same way that like or. Of the ilk of an Ebert, the people who are the film, yeah, the, the, the mainstream, the the, the, yeah. the crit, the cri, cri, high critics, you know, yeah. people like they don't consider video games art. People like you who were high when they thought that video <laughs> games aren't art. But yeah, is, is there, do we know why he doesn't think, he didn't feel they were? Oh art? no, there, 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 there. I think he wrote a long article on the. the I'll get the I'll get the quote for you. Yeah, in, in the Chicago Sometimes, uh-huh. and like you know, yes, yes, like uh, on Facebook Live here, Tabitha. Yeah, some are art, some are college. No. no, no this is not a blanket that all not all video games are art. Certain games can be considered works of art. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, here's what he said. He said, to my knowledge, uh, no one in or out of the field has ever been able to cite a game worthy of comparison with the great dramatists, poets, filmmakers, novelists, and composers. Yeah. Uh, that that a game can inspire aspire to artistic importance as a visual experience, I accept. But for most gamers. Uh, video games represent a loss of those precious hours uh, we have available to make ourselves more cultured, civilized, and empathetic. I will say this. He might be right when it comes to first-person shooters. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like what uh, Tabitha said here, you know, Call of Duty is not, def- Call of Duty is definitely not art. <laughs> it just sounds like he didn't like video games. <laughs> like, well, I feel like he just, especially at that point, he just hadn't been exposed. To, I think it was in 2005. Yeah, because he hadn't it, been exposed to anything that was artistic. The only ones that sold huge, huge amounts were the sports games. The yeah, like like, like your Maddens, your Grand Theft Autos. Yeah. Those were the you know the, the big system sellers. I, I can tell you from personal experience. Back when I worked at GameStop, take a drink. <laughs> Yeah, that those were the big drink. Uh, those were the big system sellers, but like other games, uh, see, I dare say there was a game. Like I, I'll bring up one of my the games that I think is a, a work of art it is a game called Beautiful Joe. This came out. Uh, this came out mm-hmm. back in two thousand and three uh, for the for the PS two and the GameCube. And man, that game was awesome. Not, not just visually, but it forced you to think. It, it, you had to you had to deal with time travel. Well, you you controlled you controlled the speed and control time. You, you could rewind things. You could fast yeah. forward. You slow things down. You could zoom in because you it was like working with a piece of film. Like because the, the game itself, the way it was fra- literally framed, it was a bunch of frames of film. Yeah. And then as you progress through the game, you could oh freeze things, speed things up, rewind it. It's it was so great. It was it was such an experience. Uh, if, if my best friend uh, Jai Potter was here, he would tell you about how. Uh, I, w- I was struggling with one of the bosses. It was a, it was a helicopter that I couldn't mm-hmm. beat. It was just kept kept killing me. And he's like, "Dre, you can punch the bullets." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I ran back home and, and I slowed down time. And then you see these giant bullet. Like I slow yeah. down time. And you see this giant bullet. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Punch the bullet goes right back in the helicopter. Fucks it up and I like it completely changed the way I thought about the game. Like I had to think about how my power, my powers didn't just affect me. It affected the entire environment. Where like you could cause an explosion to be. To be huge, like if you slow down time, a little tiny fire could turn to a giant explosion. <laughs> like you could you could raise the water level of a place by speeding up time. Like you speed up time, all of a sudden the water level would rise. It was like it, it caused me to like have to look at the game a different way, yeah. and it, like all these crazy emotions. I'm like, it was a paradigm shift for you as far oh, as how gaming goes. Oh, oh my yeah. god, it was. Yeah, it it, it forced away. It, it completely changed the way I looked at games. A game that did a similar thing that I have on my list of artistic games, mm-hmm. is Braid. Huh? Braid. Braid. Oh, yeah. I've never played it, but I've heard of it. Okay. So Braid. please tell, tell us more. Uh, Braid is a game that uh, involves that time rewinding mm-hmm. aspect, uh, but it's 
framed around a guy who's trying to save like his girlfriend, but it turns out at the end that she's actually running away from you and everything. And <laughs> the entire what? The entire story, like it, like that's like the top end of the story. The underlying story underneath is that it's uh like almost a metaphor for the early atomic bomb tests. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the most incredibly written games that I've seen. It. It, the storyline on it had so many layers to it that it made you feel like you're the hero. And by the end of it, mm. you realize that you are the villain in all of it. And this lady's mm. running away from you and, st- and you're trying to chase her instead of saving her. Someone else is actually saving her. Oh. We, have, we, have, we have an interesting uh, comment here from uh, from Facebook. We have some, uh, a guy named Tyler here who says, uh, some would say art is a way to express oneself. How do you express yourself with games? Now, I, I will answer this. It's not our expression. It's much like when you're watching a movie or looking at a piece of art. It's not how we express ourselves. It's how the game expresses the cre- yeah. what, the, what the creator is doing. Yeah. It's like we're watching a movie or watching a show or, or looking at a piece of uh, a I'm, literal painting. Yeah, it's not it's not what we created. It's it's what something it's what someone else has created and how we see it, see it and how it evokes emotions in us. That is what we're talking about in in regards to art. Be, you know, video games. Be, should, Certain video games being considered art because it does evoke strong feelings. Yeah, it's like if you go to a, creativity. a museum and you start looking at pieces of art, you're going to be inspired by whatever somebody did. But that's not you expressing yourself. That's that, somebody that, else's expression. That's someone else's expression. Yeah. Yeah. Art, art, art is a, yeah, art is expressing yourself, but the reaction to it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not. It's okay, now he says I, he understands now. Okay. Yeah, it's art appreciation. Basically. It's art appreciation. Yes. And what we do when we play video games, especially ones that are considered artistic video games, mm-hmm. is that we are appreciating works of art. Yeah. Games mm-hmm. like Braid, I brought up Shadows of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, that's phenomenal a phenomenal game. As it, far as art another one, uh, it's it, it's it's beautifully created because it, it's not the the way the game is constructed, where it's not just okay. Go forward, yeah. kill the enemy, and proceed. No, it's like no I mean, it, it's game games that force you to think. Yeah, gameplay wise, it wasn't that. I mean, the actual like the gameplay going and climbing the different colossi was phenomenal, but the actual mechanics of the game were kind of crappy. But <laughs> it wasn't about the mechanics or the controls or how mm. it handled. Ah. It was about the story and how it hit you, the impact it had, and the how it made you want to keep mm. going, even though you could see something was. Like the, the conflict building in the story. You can sense it happening, but you still wanted to keep going with it. And there was even a movie that had a, a base off of that video game. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a Adam Sandler movie, uh, Rain or Me. Oh, really? And his character was obsessed with that. With Shadow of the Colossus. That's right. You know, um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, there's, so, uh, Tabitha Sheehan on the Facebook Live mentioned uh, a game that you showed me, Fez. Best, yes. Is that on your list, I presume? No, I no. don't even have that on the list because that for me was more based not so much on artistry. The graphics weren't mm. that phenomenal. The gameplay was more about the mechanics. And you can appreciate the mechanics of it, but for me, the storyline wasn't the thing that carried it. It didn't evoke a lot of emotion. See, it me, just I was just blown away by see, the mechanics. See, when I when I think when I, but when I think of art, it, it's not just something that looks good or like yeah. it, it's it's something that changes the way you perceive things. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why that's why I mentioned Beautiful Joe. Like that changed my perception of yeah. games. For me, uh, Fez was like a Rubik's cube. Yeah, and that's how I viewed that game. It was like you had to bend your mind in a way. But for me, it, it, it didn't elicit the same kind of thing that like watching a beautiful movie or something uh, uh, something that people consider art. 
it didn't evoke the same feeling in me as normal art would. But certain games definitely have. Yeah, like like, uh, like to bring it to movies, like when 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 uh, Pete and I watched Logan, dude, we, yeah. had, we, we had our hearts ripped out. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it, it it just pulls those. It, yeah. it just messes with your emotions. Like you know, you're watching something fictional, but it's it's evoking real emotion out of you. Oh, and absolutely. that's and that's what I think yeah. is that's what I think is artistic. It's a, I have had that argument. I have a friend who always says that she doesn't understand when people cry at Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's a cartoon. I'm like, yeah, but it's talking but about the song it's I, hitting emotions. Yeah, like, see, <laughs> like Toy Story made me cry because I thought about all my old toys yeah. from when I was a kid. Yeah. Good God. What was it? Uh, you, first... you you watched me cry like uh, yeah. uh, during Toy Story 3. <laughs> the first 10 minutes of Up. Up. Oh, oh my God. And it had, did more to, did, what was it? Somebody said uh, the uh, the, 10 minutes of Up was a better love story a than Twilight. love story than all of the Twilight, Twilight movies. movies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. It, there's... You and there were that. no words spoken. That not that one. there was not a word spoken. It was no. all just freaking pantomime. That yeah. that that's art. Yeah. <laughs> uh, certain other games, but games that elicited that same feeling were games like Journey. I, Journey was what game that uh, that really had that feeling. Papo Iyo. That's one that kind of uh, went under the radar. It was a story like the guy made the game based off of his relationship with his alcoholic father, and wow. how like. He felt protective of his father, but he knew how destructive his father could be. There's so much to that as far as... Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, and you can get the same feeling out of music. Mm-hmm. You know, a beautiful piece of music, something well-written. so Or even music that doesn't have words to it can elicit that kind of emotion. Uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Have you guys seen I, I've, I've it's never... It's on PS, uh, PSN. If you get a chance to download mm. it, I recommend it. Really? It is a heart wrenching story uh, around based around World War One. Mm-hmm. It's not a fighting game. It's not so much, or it's not like a, a shooter game or anything. It's a side scroll. It's a, so. Are you trying to tell me there is a game out there involving <laughs> World War One that does not involve you shooting Nazis? It's not a matter. The story, the game, is no, not I, centered around shooting. I know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm 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 yeah. I'm shocked because I feel like you know yeah. most of their yeah. game companies like we're making a World War Two World War One game. Why the hell aren't we shooting Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the game that really brought about this whole discussion was a game called That Dragon Cancer. That Dragon. Yeah, that that that's like yeah. When, when we were here working on when we were doing audio editing the other night, you were showing me that video, and yeah. I, I want you to talk about it because you you obviously. You know, you you were very moved by this game just by watching videos of oh, it. It hit me on so many levels. A, uh, just because of you know the time that I got pump faked by cancer. That was that's a little you, bit. You did have you did have the the, the cancer scare. Yeah, that thankfully, but, I mean, the story is based around a family. And this is, here's the thing that that family, mm-hmm. the dad is a video game developer. The mom was a stand up comedian. He developed this game because it was his way of coping with what was happening in his real life. His four-year-old kid had cancer and was fighting through it and ultimately lost his battle with cancer. And this game was his way of just expressing that feeling and almost looking to the community for that level of support. Mm -hmm. And it, for me, I mean, I just have have a three-month-old at home. That game messed me up because, you know, the kid died at five. Mm -hmm. And it was, you watch that and, and really, and here's one thing. The guy that made the game said, "People who are uh, people who are who want to play this game, please play it, because there's so many people who are so they don't want to confront that emotion. 
that sad feeling. So they will refuse to play it, but they'll watch walkthroughs of it online. They'll watch other people play yeah. playthroughs of it online. Yeah, I, 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 and honestly, though, I, I, I can't. I, I right now in my current state of my, I, my my current fight with depression, I can't watch that game. I can't play that game. Yeah. I cannot confront it at this point in time in my current mental state. There's no way in hell. I mean, when you're showing me, I'm like, no, nah, I, I, I'm like, I can't. I'm like, yeah, it's like so. When we're we're gonna talk about the show. I'm like, I want you to talk about it because I don't really want to yeah. get into it. It's it's a game that. Like, it has aspects of it that remind you of old games, but it, at the end of the day, it's something that, you know, just like a great movie is going to move you, yeah. that game moves you. Yeah, because it, it's, it's not it's not a technically quote-unquote good game, but, yeah. you know, as, as you were showing me, all the people all the people who were doing uh, walkthroughs or Let's Plays, uh, they're all crying by the end of it. Like, yeah. like, super hyped guys are, like, starting at the beginning, and then you showed me at the end of the video, it's like the dude is kind of just like... Uh, it, uh, the game is called uh, That Dragon Cancer. That Dragon Cancer. That Dragon Cancer. It's, it's, I believe it's PC, right? Is it a PC game? or PC, I believe it's also on iOS, and I think it's out on one of the consoles. I'm not sure, though. But That Dragon Cancer. I, it, really, it's one of those games that... I think That Dragon, comma Cancer. Yeah, it's one of those games that it doesn't... Like, if you were to show that to Ebert, he would say, okay, I get it. Yeah, if, yeah. if Ebert was still alive... Yeah, uh, and... You know, there's other games, but that one really hit that emotional level harder than any game. And everybody, you know, like... I feel like it would follow along lines like an independent movie. Yeah, it, yeah. it's like, you know, games that make nerds cry. That's right. one of them. Right. The uh, the first game that did that is another one that people have on that art level mm -hmm. is Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, right. A lot of people have it just because of... The, the, the shocking... What it showed... It showed the future of gaming, right? The as far as the storytelling goes, as far as the graphics, go. using cinematic cutscenes because that was the first movie that had, not first movie, first game that had truly cinematic cutscenes where like it, you got attached to characters and they started to take away characters. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, for me, I, I don't quite put that up, you know, like on the same level as those more mm. higher level artistic games. But it, it did, also on it, that same level, I'd put The Last of Us. Right, yeah, The Last of Us. That, yeah, that's another big one that like really messes with your emotions. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Shadows of the Colossus. Flower is another one. Mm -hmm. That one, it, it is a non-spoken. Uh, it's probably the most passive game you could ever play. Mm -hmm. But it's a beautiful game. Uh, it's a lot of. Uh, it's visually beautiful. The storyline underneath it is beautiful, mm -hmm. even though there's no words and no uh, little story to you know, tell. Tabitha on the on Facebook Live, so, you know, she cried during Mass Effect two and three. That's the that's what I'm talking about. Mass Effect is a great as a game, a great example of game as art, but on a level of uh, a movie, like a, yeah. like a mainstream movie, a yeah. movie that got built like millions of dollars thrown at it in the production. Mm -hmm. That's what Mass Effect felt mm -hmm. like. Other games like Journey and Papo Eo. That Dragon Cancer were one, were ones like independent films. Mm. A lot of the more artistic games are the indie games because mm. they don't have the money, but they have a story. They have a story. Yeah. They, they 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 have a source. Uh, they they are not necessarily out there trying to make a bunch of money. They're just trying to create their vision yeah. and then put and put it out there. That's like like the the, the Penny Arcade Expo. They always have their their packs ten. Yes. And like yes. The, the the ten independent games they think everyone should try out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also like the Stanley Parable. Oh. <laughs> that one was a fun game. Uh, Stanley Parable, I thought, was brilliantly written. There's and you know there's great writing in games. Mm -hmm. uh, you got Portal, uh, Portal One and Two. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. I, I kept wanting to mention Portal. Portal that, yeah. that was another game where like, it forced you to change the way change the way you, you view a game. Yeah, because like, uh, it had a really dark humor. Yeah, and the gameplay itself forced you to kind of learn physics. <laughs> you had to, you had to learn. <laughs> yeah, but there's certain games that 
make you confront emotion. And that's something that a lot of people that when they bring up the argument of what is art, it has to cause some kind of inner conflict, some kind of emotion, some kind of feeling. to. And these games like that Dragon Cancer, Papo Eo, uh, Braid, Journey, all uh, Shadows of the Colossus, those bring out genuine emotion. And it's not just like rage emotion like you get with like, you get like mad playing a game. No, but it's genuine like sadness. The, the, yeah, yeah the, the, that surprise that you get out of something. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it catches you. It, it catches you off guard. That's yeah. that. That's what we're kind of talking about here. Wow, we're, see, we, hey, we're getting more more out of this than you thought we would. <laughs> more. I'm happy about that. Yeah, I know. There you go. Yeah. There you I go. told you. We. I, I told you. I'm like this subject. What are some of the games that you view as artful? Like, like Final Fantasy VI. Yes. Storyline wise. Story. Because yep. it, it built. Yeah. That like again. That that's one a, built a world. Me personally. Yeah. That that's the one where like. Even though I know this, I, I can replay that. That's the one like role playing game where I can replay it over and over, and I still enjoy it because even in, in the little sixteen bit little pixels, like, you know, we're talking about like nineteen nineties graphics. Yeah. yeah. But they had so much emotion. They had like they had they had character. Like the, the my favorite character is the thief Locke. He's my favorite guy. He's like I'm not a thief. I'm a treasure hunter. <laughs> like <laughs> like just from text. It's there's, there's no voice acting. It's all text, and I am. I was completely invested in all the the two brothers who were constantly kind of in conflict, but they still live. You know, Sabin and freaking Edgar, like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the, uh, the, the little girl and her grandpa. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's the, the girl who lost her memory can't figure out who she is. And that's something <laughs> that uh, the entire Final Fantasy series has been trying to mimic. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it's it's yeah, they they, they can't find that. No, they haven't been able to. Not to the same level. They no, Seven did a good job. Like, yeah, so like, se- yeah, seven. I like, like I said, seven was a cinematic. Seven. Mo- seven was a cinematic game. That, like I said, it, that was genre changing because it changed the way you create. You create a game now. All of a sudden, you had more options. You have all the all the you have, you have all these resources now that you didn't have before. When because that that was a generational jump from the Super Nintendo Genesis days to the PlayStation, and you had all this uh, you know more processing power, so you could do more with your games. Yeah. And that's why, yeah, I, I, that's a, that's a, that's another side topic about gaming. Where like I, I think people don't understand like yeah, like the the jumps that we make. We can't jump that far anymore. Like there, it's it's literally like when, when the the PlayStation Five and then the uh, Xbox Scorpio comes out, they're gonna look better, but the jump is not gonna. We're we're never gonna have that kind of like oh, yeah. technical advancement. Like the from. That's like another subject system, for another day. Yeah, from the 16-bit systems to the, the PS1, and then from the PS1 to the PS2. That that was that a pretty was, good jump that too. That was an insane jump. Like I remember the first time I saw Tekken Tag Tournament, to, uh, Tekken Tag Tournament, I was like, "What in the blue? Bl- this looks amazing." Yeah. Then, or like, or the first time I saw Madden on a PS2. That's the one that. That's the one I, I felt like that blew everyone away because like you went from like these crappy little polygons, like you know, mashing <laughs> into each other, where you see the details in their uniforms and that. Yeah. Like, but uh, that's people another subject for. First time people really mistook. Video games for actual TV. Yeah, now that that's I feel that's a subject for another day because mm-hmm. like, yeah. we're I want to save. I'm like I want to save that this whole what like you know you, uh, uh, other like uh, another uh, Bioshock the first Bioshock Bioshock absolutely the first Bioshock uh, but I, I I always put the disclaimer as like that's a game you can only really play once that, yeah. that see that that's different in that where I I play I can play Final Fantasy six over and over even though that's like a sixty hour game I'll still enjoy it Bioshock that first time through you play it. And all the all the twists and turns, like you know, the the way it was constructed, the way the plot really hits you, like it, you don't realize it's, it's all wheels within wheels. It felt like a Jonathan Hickman freaking comic. <laughs> yeah. There's wheels within wheels, 
and just mess with you all the way till the end. Like all these decisions that like you think you're making yourself. Oh no, yeah. they're not your decisions. You've been programmed into all this, and it's it was it was fascinating. Here's one game that I I left off my list, and I regret leaving it off the list. But bring it the, up now. The Telltale Games Walking Dead. The first season. See, I, second season. I had been wanting to play. Uh, I, I was watching my friend Chanel. She was playing uh, Walking Dead yesterday, yeah. and, I, and I was watching. I, was, I I had never played any of those Telltale games, and I was watching the gameplay on on her on her Twitch channel yesterday. I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." I I, yeah. I had no idea. Like, and like next week, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Telltale games coming out. I'm like, that I, I'm gonna get. I was, thinking of, I was thinking of buying that and, stre- and streaming that and doing uh, doing an episode of, yeah. of, 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 of of me streaming and playing that that, that Telltale Zone game, and I wanted to go out and find the Batman one as well. Yeah, get. The Walking Dead one. It is really good as far as like the de- character development, mm-hmm. the way that decision making. Yeah, that, that's the aspect where like impact. like where like you, you have all those dialogue trees like you yeah. know that what, 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 what Bioware kind of like pioneered. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, but I always found out. Um, oh, it's out on PC. Mister um, Family. It's out on PC, but it's not out on on PS4, and I don't have a PC to play it. Which one? Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, it is. It comes out. It's I it's on PC, but it comes out next week to coincide with the movie on PS4 yeah. and Xbox. Okay. Okay. I'll wait for PS4. Yeah, because I saw people playing. I that, that's the reason I, I I stumbled upon it. I was watching uh, some Guardians of the Galaxy gameplay uh, last week. Um, like since I've been using the Twitter more, I'm, I I saw IGN was doing a like a, a playthrough where they show their their IGN people playing through Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the Telltale nice. on PC, and I was like, oh. That was freaking cool. I'm like, I'm like, this is a, I, you get to, you can't get to decide how much of an asshole Star Lord is. Nice. Because <laughs> it gives you, yeah, it gives you some extreme options. And like, you can be a dick and kind of, uh, d- you know, control the way. And that's, yeah, those games are, you know, those games I could, could be considered high art as well because of uh, such control you have over everything. We might not have time to play the game that I wanted to play. Which one? <laughs> no. I'm not, not video game. Oh, Mind the game movie game. game. Yeah, yeah movie the, the game. podcast yeah. game. We got time. We got time. Let's whip it out. Let's okay. Let's whip it out. So for, for those of you, whoever we have, we still have watching here on Facebook Live. There's gonna be a little participation. So, all right, I want you to put your phone away. Oh. Get away from your computer. We're we're gonna play a game. <laughs> we're we're like uh, some audience participation part. So I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this is inspired by another podcast, uh, Doug Benson's uh, Doug Loves Movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on their podcast, uh, they they play movie games. And my favorite game of theirs is, is something you can play pretty much anywhere. It's called um, uh, Last Man Stanton. And the, <laughs> the way that the game works is that we get a name of somebody, uh, a famous... Uh, <laughs> we get a, a famous actor or actress who has a long list of, of, of movies. Oh, well, yeah. And then uh, we're going to ask one of you viewers to give us a name. And then we're going to take turns trying to remember movies without looking them up. And we're, and then as each of us get eliminated, it's like I'm trying to explain the game, Sam. Damn it! So, all right. So, uh, whoever is still watching this, uh, I'd like you to, uh, the first uh, the first good name I see where like it's a, it's a name of an actor or actress who has a long list of films. Uh, I said long list of films. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with it. <laughs> so, Facebook uh, Facebook audience, all right, we have at least not John. Oh, I. I Famous actor, long list of films. Oh my God. If there's anyone on here still on Facebook Live, you can give us a name. Ron okay, Jeremy. Bill Paxton. All right, so we're oh gonna do God. Bill. See, there you go, Sam. We one. we got you. We got somebody who is who is a uh, not a, a recent actor. We got someone who is old. So uh, rest I, in peace, by the way. All right, yeah. rest in peace. Game over, man. Yeah. All right, so I, I will go first, <laughs> and so and because uh, I I just said it, I will say aliens. So uh, we'll go uh, clockwise. So uh, I feel like Sam needs more time. So. No, I got one. You got oh, yeah. one, all right? So let's go. All right, so we have aliens. Let me write this down. 
Hold aliens. On. We got aliens. Aliens. Tombstone. Oh, it's oh, a great one. Yeah, Damn. Tombstone. All right, so Pete, what do you got? Uh, was it Terminator, right? That's right. He was the dude in the bar who yeah. got beat up, and, yeah. uh, and he took his clothes. <laughs> it was Terminator. All right, I, I got one. I got one. Twister. Oh, oh shit, yeah. yeah. Apollo 13. Damn, I would have forgot that one. Apollo 13. So, so you see, audience, you can see how this game can be a... You can play this one at home. with Apollo 13. All right, Pete, what do you got? Shit, I had one. Okay. I was gonna say that, 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 that's that's how this game works. Like you know, all of a sudden when you're put on the yeah. spot, no, you can't I, remember. I had one. No, I have one that I was uh-huh. gonna save for later. Yeah, that's the that's but, the other that's <laughs> the other part of the game. Yeah. Like maybe you know an obscure yeah. one. Yeah, and then, like you put that in your pocket. Well, you I can't save. think of anything else. I'm have to go. So you uh, don't have to waste it. Weird science. Weird science. That's right. He wasn't that one. He was Chet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See another fun one that, that I really like that he was in. That he was kind of like he's always been like a character guy. True Lies. Oh yeah, <laughs> what was he in? in True Lies. Remember the fake, uh, the, the the fake secret agent at the very beginning. Oh, that's right. And the waiter who they made the he pissed the used car dealer. Yeah, that yeah. guy. The, 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 he pissed his pants at their aunt. That was Bill Paxton, buddy. Yeah, I totally forgot that. Uh, I can't remember any other ones. All right. I'm out. All right, all right. Sam's out for for the sake of time. All right. Sam is out. What, what what do you got, Pete Malini? Uh, Titanic. He was the captain. That's right. <laughs> he was the captain. Titanic. Okay, now it comes back to me, and now I'm struggling. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I am struggling because uh-huh. when you're on the spot. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. See, right now, uh, Kiet Fam on these, like, there, there, there's 93 movies. I'm like, we have, <laughs> we have eight. <laughs> I'm trying to say, now, oh, God, I'm struggling here. This is bad. See, this is what I was talking about. Now, now uh, you, you, you had a little bit of doubts of this in the in the pre-show meeting. Now, do you see how this is a little fun? A little. <laughs> it's because you're, you're not a crazy movie guy like like, like, like me. And apparently, uh, Pete here, yeah. it's like, damn, I should have saved True Lies. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one I wanted to save. Oh. And shit, I think I can't. Like, my, my, my brain is blanking out because I, oh. I remember a TV show, but that's a TV show. Yeah, a TV like, show. That, 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 that's not a movie. You know, I'm following the same rules as a, as a Doug Loves movie. Okay, now I, I was gonna put like a, a cap of a minute, and it's been a minute. So, all right, Pete, Pete's our winner. Well, what do you think we missed? Oh. No, I I don't see. I had this. I'm glad you crapped out because <laughs> you didn't have another. No, I did have. I he was in Predator or the second one. He was in one of the Predator movies. I think he was in the second one. I, I couldn't remember yeah, he which wasn't one. In the first one. Okay, so no. he was in Predator. He was two. in Predator too. <laughs> It's like now. It's like so. You can see this game. It, yeah. It, another actor. All right. Give all right. Give us one more. Give us another actor. Of a we Facebook have, audience. We have time one for one we, more. We have time maybe for one more. All right, Facebook. The, the three people still watching. Apparently, we we've lost. <laughs> maybe this is not the the hit that I thought it was going to be. See, I know Sam. You, you don't you don't like it. I uh, see. I I love this. Well, it's, oh, Bill Murray will be here till tomorrow. Oh, all right, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. All right, since uh, all right, Sam, you're the first one out, so you, you you're the first one in. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. God damn it! <laughs> he has a lot. <laughs> I know, but that was. That was... <laughs> Come on, get, get get nail an easy one. Uh, uh, lost in translation. Good one. Okay, lost in translation. Yeah, it's not an easy one, <laughs> is, but it's a good one. I was expecting to say like Ghostbusters. I, yeah, that's Ghostbusters. So you got Ghostbusters? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh... You can just. I mean, if you want to take it off the table, it's just sitting oh, there. Man. Huh? Oh. Zombie. That's right. Zombie Land. All right. Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> See, that's that's the easy one. G2. All right. Uh, oh. <laughs> Meatballs. Oh, there you go. Meatballs. Uh, Caddyshack. That was the other easy one. <laughs> Caddyshack. 
Yeah, stripes. 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 Oh, that's another good yeah. one. I like that movie. Scrooged. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm totally blanking out because I, I lost my line. It's of Bill Murray. I know. I just lost my total line of thought here. <laughs> that, that, uh, that, that's what happens in this game. That's what makes this game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, so I, I, I was trying to find us a guest so we could have four people to play I, this. You it's, have to understand. Uh, I'm running a radio station at the same time. I know you're running a radio station. I'm a little distracted. So you got to give me a sec to get back online. Here. Yeah. Get back online. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little time. We, 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 we have to. Um, Bill Murray. He's a funny guy, but know, he's, he's been in a few dramas occasionally here and there. He's not just oh, uh, Rushmore. 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 There you go. All right, there you go. Uh, Life Aquatic. Life. See, yeah. that's gonna, that's gonna feed us into all the <laughs> yeah. you know, all the Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> yeah, just voicing in a, yeah doing a voice in a movie that, that also counts. So Life Aquatic, and then I'll I'll take another one off the table right there. The the Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. There you go. He was really good in that. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, how could I not have had Life Aquatic? I see a Life Aquatic poster every day because <laughs> it's in front of my in front of the door to my room. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, jump out on this one. All right, you're gonna tap out. Okay. I know there's more now. Oh, there's I'm plenty more, but oh yeahs after this. But yeah. I don't oh, want to waste time. I have no doubt. What do you got, Pete? Uh, was it Garfield? <laughs> right. That's right. Oh, Garfield. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, was he go. in that one? Yeah. Yep. For uh, he was one of the uh, the, the five uh, other major deal. Uh, the five yeah. other um, not major deal. Whatever they're, uh, they're called. Oh, one of the five uh, managers. The managers of the other hotels. Yeah, and I, I just remembered the other Wes Anderson movie that he was in. That was freaking brilliant. It's uh, Fantastic oh. Mr. Fox. Was he in that? Yeah, he was the Badger. He was the Badger. <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox. And then I just remembered another West Anderson movie, Moonrise Kingdom. Ah, that, that was, that was, yeah, that was. That is probably my is favorite. It, That's it, my favorite West Anderson movie. Is it me or is he used to playing cuckolds in all <laughs> West Anderson movies? He does get cuckold in every West Anderson movie. Holy shit! He about now looking at all these, with the exception of like Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I think he gets cuckold in, in almost all of them. <laughs> yeah, all Even of them. Life Aquatic, he yeah. gets cuckold in that one. When Kate Blanchett, you know, goes with, uh, with, with what's his face. <laughs> all right, so I got Moonrise well, Kingdom. Also, his wife ends up going with uh, with uh, fucking uh, what's his face, Jeff Goldblum's character. Yeah, yeah. he got double time on that one. He got double cuckold. <laughs> He just cuckled all left and right. Pay extra for that Bill cuckold. Like I met Wes Anderson just thinks that Bill's just a big cuckold or something. What do you got, Pete? Uh, what was it Saint Vincent? Saint Vincent. That's a recent one. Yeah. Ah, oh, see, you know what's funny? Because that made me think of another one. Rock the Casbah. Oh yeah, oh, that's, that's right. That was a really good one. <laughs> well, see, I, I knew this one was going to take forever because Bill has a yeah. lot of movies. Oh, that, a lot, I, he has a lot of good ones. I'm I'm zoning now, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna throw one out just because it's, it's funny. Garfield two <laughs> tales of two kitties. Right God damn it! You got the full title too. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Garfield. Okay, the circle is complete. Both Bill Paxton and Bill Murray were in stripes. stripes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, so now the onus is on me. I need to try to think of oh. Oh, this was a movie I was gonna try to mention earlier. One of the movies during my movie challenge that I could not finish. What about Bob? Oh, yeah. Oh, for the love of God, how can I not remember that? Oh. I could not finish that movie. That movie annoyed me to no fucking end. <laughs> I could not stand Bill's character in that movie. I, I made it 20 minutes. so brilliant. 
It was so bad. I hated him. It's, but it, that it, see, point. that evoked so much hate on me, I couldn't watch the rest of that movie. That was the point. That was the point. <laughs> His right. point was to be so, I mean, you have to remember. Yes, a, I get that. He was a pain in the ass of a character to his psychiatrist. Yeah. He had to be that he had to bring that level of vitriol for the movie. It, it just it was so bad. I I I I couldn't stand it. All right. You got any of it? Charlie's Angels. Shit. <laughs> Shit. He was so bad Yo. with Lucy. I mean, him and Lucy Lou fought so much that they replaced him with freaking uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. <laughs> Charlie's Angels. Damn it. I thought I had you with what about Bob? <laughs> Oh shit! I'm gonna. Oh, dang. We're going on OT on this one. We're on overtime right now. Fuck! I can't think. Oh shit! You might have aced me with that one. <laughs> there's gonna be something where I'm gonna be like, fuck oh, everything. I, I can't do it. There's, there, there's gonna be plenty of fuck yeah. everything's where I'm like, oh fuck my life! I can't believe I can't. For it. Like, there, I'm sure there's like some movie that I really love a lot that I just can't remember right now because I'm on the spot. And I, and I can't, I can't think of it. I just got a clue, and I'm not going to use that movie. No, I can't, I can't take any help. That you just took a movie off the table. I can't uh. say it now. That's like a, no, no help from the audience. Because right now, I just got a clue right now. Like, no. oh, I was like, shit, how could I forget that movie? Yeah. Dude, that, that, that was one. Um, now nah, you're, you're going to take the win. All right. The, the one I, he, uh, Kia Fam, Space Jam. Oh, he was in oh. Space Jam. <laughs> See, Sam's like, shit, it's a basketball movie. How could I not remember that? So yeah. You, this game can be a lot of fun. This is what I'm talking about, yo, yo, yo. And like, and if we get a few other guests in here, figure out a way to make it more interactive for the view for the viewers that started dying off like flies. I don't know. I mean, I I I don't feel like they tuned out because it was uh, tuned out because the show was almost over. I, I, they won't leave because of that. The show's almost over. So, uh, Sam, your your Twitter. <laughs> so Sam Z five seventy. Pete, what is your Twitter? It's a nostalgic underscore comics. And does the East LA Comic Con it have a Twitter? It does. All East LA Comic Con social media is at East LA Comic Con. All at, one word. All across a, a Facebook, Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, all over there. Uh, all, all over there. <laughs> and our show. You can always follow our show. on. Uh, at, it, it's uh, much like East LA Comic Con. Everything is, revolves around Dre GP Podcast. If you go to Twitter, it's that. If you go to Facebook, if you go to Twitch, all those, all those mediums, you will find us using Dre GP podcast. So that's our show. We, yeah. we've, we've gone over. The, 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 <laughs> see, the, we went way over. So for my, uh, for my staff, uh, uh, judgmental nerd Pete Malini, excessively long executive producer Sam Zia. I am your host, Dre Cervantes. Remember, uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, watch it on Facebook. If you're watching this on Facebook, you can download this later on iTunes. We you, remember, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Tell us how we're doing. Share it with your friends. Share it with everyone. Uh, spread the word. Uh, thank you very much for watching or listening. Uh, my name is Jason Cervantes, and I'm your host. Have yourselves a good night, and I love you. Love you all. Bye.